The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Thank you very much, Eamon. Good evening. You're listening to The Hard Shoulder here on News Talk. Kieran Cuddy with you until seven o'clock. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and many of you might be aware already. I'm sure lots of people listening took part in the Great Pink Run in Leopardstown Race Course in Dublin last weekend. It's always a brilliant event, and the second leg of it it always takes place over two weekends. The second leg is this weekend, this Sunday in Kilkenny in Kilkenny Castle Sunday morning and it is it is always great fun as I say there's great fun to be had at a great crack real family affair and there's 5 and 10k races available and you can still register if you go to greatpinkrun.ie greatpinkrun.ie and register there if you're anywhere around that part of the world uh, this Sunday or you can make it to that part of the world I think you should do it because you get your t-shirt you turn up you have the crack and the proceeds go to the brilliant work that Breast Cancer Ireland do and they really do brilliant work and somebody who knows all about that great work is Lauren Barrett she is from Tralee and when Lauren was only 21 years old she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Lauren, you're very, very welcome to this show. Can you bring us back to that moment when you were 21? And I know that this sounds kind of like an intrusive question, so if you just bear with me for a moment, but just because you were so young, I'm, I'm minded to ask it. I mean, were you, you, you found a lump in your breast. Were you actively checking for lumps? Kieran here. Hi, how are you? Good, yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose. So I do remember the the year before in October um, that they had kind of done a, they had a big push on self-checks and stuff. So it was kind of in my head. Um, But then, uh, so my story kind of started, I was 16 and my mom was diagnosed with ovarian cancer. Um, So it's actually a genetic link. So I kind of knew there was a risk there, Um, but I hadn't been genetic tested yet. So uh, Christmas 2020, I decided I wanted to get tested just to have the information and know for myself um so I was due to get a genetic test and then was in the shower I think it was after football or something like that um and just kind of felt a lump on the side um of my left breast and I was like that's just not hasn't been there before Mm. um so I was able to like go to my mom and say like listen I think um I don't think this was here before and what should I do about it and she was like listen we'll just go to the GP and see what they think because we kind of thought the same thing, that I was so young, it couldn't have been that. But yeah. just to get it checked out anyway, to be safe. Um, so the GP then referred me to uh, to Cork, to CUH. Um, but there was obviously COVID at the time. So this was kind of April 2021. Um, and then the referral was taking a good while. I sat my third year college exams. So I was in online college at the time. Okay. Um. I'm in UCC doing neuroscience. I'm back now. I'm in final year, but um, I was third year at the time. So I had to sit my exams um, and was waiting for a call and hadn't gotten it. So I rang the hospital and they said because of my age, I was deemed um, not urgent. So I was put on like a 12 week waiting list, I think. Okay. Um, and it just didn't sit right with me. So I went back to my GP and went privately. Luckily, I had health insurance. Um, so I was seen probably six weeks after I'd found the lump. Um, and then there was the cyber hack, so there was no scanning. Um, but he took a look at it and just said, I'd like to get it scanned. So I kind of had an idea then that if they were doing that kind of work, Mm. it was probably something serious. Um, so I had scans and biopsies done and then I got a call the following week to say, 
come back to Cork tomorrow um, and don't come by yourself. So it was. God, what, what's that, that? What's that phone call like when you get it? Um, I was actually on a staycation in um, West Cork. So I rang home to my mom and she was so calm and level headed and she was like, oh, it's just protocol. It'll be fine. You know, that doesn't mean that it's anything serious. But I think, to be honest, I kind of knew when I found it straight away. I just had a feeling. Um, mm. So I wasn't all that shocked, but you still would kind of hope you have some hope that it's not what you think it is. And I mean, because uh, I've spoken to people who've gone through this before and I'm touch wood. That's my only experience of it is speaking to people who've gone through it. Um, and uh, they, they often talk about kind of going into the room then and getting the news and then kind of going into this fog and walking out of the room and not really having paid attention to, to what the doctor said. I mean, what what was your experience of that of that whole process like? Um, yeah, so I hadn't gone with my mom when she had been diagnosed, but she had sat through it um, and she had kind of warned me of that, that you don't really know what to say or what to ask. So I kind of pre-planned questions um, about like treatment plans and mm. like I'm studying science. So I kind of had some idea of that side of things. Um, so I had kind of questions to ask. Well, all I cared about at the time was, was I going to lose my hair? <laughs> and he said yes. And then I was upset about it but um I think yeah it is a bit of a weird one I think my mom definitely took in more information than I did um the person sat beside you can ask the the important questions but because of the cyber hack there was no computers so they actually had to hand write everything <laughs> on a piece of paper to give to me to to diagnose me um and try booking scans and stuff like you kind of it's so busy it just starts the ball rolling I was sent straight to a fertility clinic and you do a round of IVF um, because they don't know how the treatment will affect your your fertility. And you've got PET scans and CTs and MRIs and heart checks and all this kind of stuff that has to be done. So it mm. was very kind of busy and I just went with wherever they wanted me to go. Yeah, was that was that helpful, the, the busyness? Yeah, I definitely, I'm the kind of person that I'm, I'm full on that way and my schedule is always full when I was diagnosed I thought I was the healthiest I've ever been I was I play football at home so I was training probably between my own training and football probably five six times a week I was working full-time college so I'm a busy person and I just find I work better when it's full on um but then it was a lot of travel obviously because I'm in Tralee and the hospital is in Cork so it was kind of two hours each way and I could have a scan four different days in the week so it was full on especially from my parents but it was during the summer so my mom works in a primary school so she was off they were able to drive me um up and down but it is it is a busy month getting ready for it all yeah but I, I just wonder to, to a degree does the busyness as well as as well as kind of complementing your personality as you say do, does it help to distract you from I was thinking about your own mortality. Yeah, um, like hugely. I mean, I, to be honest, I never had the the mortality questions in my head. I think for me, it was very much like that. My mom had gotten sick. She had her treatment and she got better. I hadn't had like a negative experience of it. So mm. that's what I walked into it thinking. I never thought that <laughs> it was never going to end up this way. I kind of just had one option and just wrote out everything I had to have done. I had, I think it was 16 sessions of chemo, 
surgeries at Christmas and 15 sessions of radiation and just ticked things off as I went through them. Um, I'm sure it could be so overwhelming, but it, it suited me. I just tried not to think about it. Um, and then obviously all my friends were off for the summer. So when I wasn't in the hospital, I was just kept <laughs> kept busy and kept occupied. And how's the health now, Lauren? All good. Yeah, um, I had chemo. So I started chemo in July. I had that until November, then surgery at Christmas. Um, I also got COVID at Christmas, which oh, is gosh. typical. Um, so my surgery was pushed out a week, but it was done, thank God. Um, and then I had radiation in March of this year. So finished, came back to college uh, five weeks ago, back to do my final year. So I took a year out of college last year. Um, I just couldn't do it all at the one time. So I'm back in this year, settling in nicely. Yeah, it must be. It must be great. I mean, you, you strike me as someone kind of a very pos- naturally a positive person and kind of well disposed to to a challenge. Um, but it, having said all that, it must be great to kind of, I suppose, to be back dealing with normality. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love having the normal people problems again. Like I was lucky in that. Like mine is it was triple negative. Um, so I don't have any ongoing treatment. So when I finished my radiation, I was. I was done um, because of the genetics. There's tests and scans and things that have to be done, but nothing major. I'm not on any um, treatments or anything. So I was able to kind of go back to normal um, pretty soon after I found the radiation. OK, I wasn't too. The main side effect of that is kind of fatigue and mm. it didn't really hit me. So I lived in Cork for a few weeks. I went to Rag Week. I did, did all of those things. My friends definitely kept me in check that way. Um, and then I went back playing football Um I did some work with Breast Cancer Ireland. I did the 100K in 30 days. Oh yeah, very good. Heard of it. Um, so I did that in June. Um, so everyone just kind of kept me kept me going. Like I think having people around you is a good support network is um, is definitely so helpful. Yeah. Um, and then back to college and back doing normal people things for a 23 year old well listen it's great to hear and the positivity is is it is life affirming Lauren and thanks a million for joining us and, and listen Lauren said the Breast Cancer Ireland the work she's done with them and the fundraising you could help out as well as I said right at the outset the Great Pink Run it was on in Dublin last weekend and this coming Sunday the second leg of it the second edition is happening in Kilkenny in Kilkenny Castle and if you sign up now uh, you get a t-shirt for your troubles you'd have great crack in the day it is always good fun there's always a great great atmosphere there and uh, the proceeds do go to Breast Cancer Ireland and all of the work they do so go to greatpinkrun.ie and sign up now Lauren an absolute pleasure thanks very much for joining us Thank you. Thanks for having me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.